Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Well, good evening and welcome to not just the Andrea K. Show tonight. We're doing something special here, and I'm not even by myself. We're back. This is day two. Day two. Day two, bringing you guys special CPAC covers. It's like the covers. Grand Canyon. Yeah. It's like the Grand Canyon here. <laughs> this, yeah. A uh, little inside <laughs> joke there with our first guest here. Yeah, we're back. It, it, but you know what? It feels kind of like a party more today than it did yesterday. This is the Answer San Diego's special coverage, nightly edition, 6 to 8 p.m. tonight of CPAC. Here with me, Andrea K. and Ed Martin. And then, of course, we got our buddy on the other side all the way back in San oh, Diego. far away, far away. None other than DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, representing West Coast, baby. <laughs> yeah, West that's Coast. That's it? You don't, ha- you don't have a package? You don't have some sound for us? I'm trying to make it quick to get your guess. All right. Oh. We're well, glad to do so because <laughs> I grabbed this woman. I saw her and I just yanked her by her beautiful hair and said, please, I beg of you, come and sit down with us for just a few minutes. And it is my longtime friend who I'm always in awe of personally and professionally. It's the one and only Dr. Gina Loudon. So happy to be with you. And I just hear the word San Diego and I get all misty and sentimental because I miss it. I miss you all. I almost said y'all. I almost went yeah. all the way back to Alabama roots there. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I miss how, oh, gosh. Yeah. But yeah. You know, yeah, but you know what? Isn't it interesting, your story? I was telling sister yesterday, everybody uses this word, overuses journey. But you really have been on a journey. You did not <laughs> want to leave San Diego. Mm-mm. You found yourself in South Florida, mm-hmm. which then had you find yourself kind of in, in tight with the Trump family and the Trump organization. Yeah, amazing. It's been crazy. I did not want to leave. I, I, somebody told me, you fall in love easy. And I do. I fall in love. I fall in love with people. I fall in love with places. I never want to leave. I'm very sentimental. Mm-hmm. I loved San Diego. I loved Alabama. I loved right. every place I've been. And I never want to leave. But, you know, God does always have a plan that's better. And you're absolutely right because... I didn't know the president. I worked for him for almost two years doing television for him uh, before I ever even met him. And then I, I you know, I, being in Palm Beach, of course, you get to know him pretty fast and because uh, he's there on the weekends, most weekends. And I've come to know him and his family very well now. And what an amazing thing that yeah. God did in my life. It's, it's totally changed. It's good to know that you fall in love easily. John Loudon. <laughs> John Loudon. Where is John right now? Glad. Somewhere. Yeah. I saw him earlier and I said, what I an said, endorsement yeah, of John. Go, John Loud, of course, for Phyllis Schlafly, the organization I work yeah. for, she knew John as a state senator, Gina right. as a young wife yeah. of a state senator, state who was active and all these kids and everything. It was Phyllis Schlafly mentored me. She picked John and I out very young and uh, literally right out of college. She recruited John to run for state representative yep, yep. Uh, straight out of college. I mean, literally straight out of college. We were puppies. I do 
know what she was thinking, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> when I think back to like our decision-making skills at that age and things, I'm thinking, what was she? What did she see? Because I don't know what it was. But anyway, and uh, she took us by the hand and uh, took us to the Capitol in Washington, D.C. and had us lobbying and doing all those things before we really could even hardly speak English. I mean, we were just very, very green. And um, and I will I will never forget the influence that Phyllis and, well, and, you, and the Eagles had on our lives. And I remember you telling a story. I think you told this on the air once that Phyllis, when she'd come down to the Capitol, because you'd go to the Capitol in Jefferson City. Oh, yeah. Loudon, the Loudon family would. John had an office, which meant in one corner he had his desk. And then the Loudon family had kids everywhere. We did. And people all over and school going on. And you told the story, I think, last maybe last year that. Phyllis used to come down and always loved picking up one of those kids. She and, did. That yeah, was great. Aww. She was always, she, you know, because Phyllis was, you know, she was a no-nonsense kind of a woman. She was very strong, and most people saw that side of her, that very, uh, you know, sort of strong, some might even go as far as to say, you know, tough exterior yeah. kind of a person. But you put her in front of a baby, and she turned to <laughs> mush, yeah, absolute true. mush, and I loved that side of her. Yeah. The other thing that was so fascinating about Phyllis that I always loved is when you walked in the Capitol building with her in Washington, D.C., you were walking in with royalty. Every oh, yeah. door. Yeah. flew open and it was amazing you, there was nobody more important that you could walk in that building with than Phyllis Schlafly everyone knew and loved her and that was on both sides of the aisle it was amazing was, wasn't she instrumental in you first coming to CPAC she took me to my first CPAC. She did. Yeah, I, I was probably 21. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you've been to a Don't lot act of- like that was so yeah, long yeah, ago. Right. I was going to say, <laughs> They're like, you're 20, wow. You're 25. <laughs> Grand Canyon, the Grand Canyon. No, I'm just thinking, I mean, to be honest, you know, I don't know how many people know that CPAC even goes back to, you know, yeah. beyond five or 10 years. Oh, it was a different game then, I'll tell you. Well, well, has and- it changed? It has so much changed. Well, let me really quickly tell you, Phyllis was at the very first CPAC. The very first CPAC was really aimed at getting Reagan going. Reagan spoke at it. And it was really a gathering of the conservatives who were left out of most of the establishment stuff. That's and it. They, she was fighting the establishment yeah. all the way yeah, back right. then. Wow. And, and the she 70s. taught me to fight yep. the establishment yep. all the wow. way back then. We yeah. had a battle then. Our battle was not only it was not it was not only then always against the left, but we were always fighting internally against the establishment like we are now. And yeah. now here you are. And now here we are. Women for Trump for like the anti-establishment. You know, yeah. Man. And you were one of the first people, if not the first person in media to get As were Trump. you and Ed. She tells a story though. She was out there on an island and then Phyllis got out there too, and she's like, "Oh, thank the God, day God, you're that here. I remember the day that you and Phil- I was shocked the day that you and Phyllis uh, Ed came on board with uh, with Donald Trump because I needed that backing so badly. And Andrea, I remember you coming on my show mm-hmm. and joining me in the fight. I couldn't believe that you were saying the things you were saying because nobody else out right. there was saying it. It was like it was just like us. So what is it that makes the three of us so smart and so much smarter uh, than everybody else? What I do don't think, think that's what Martin? they say. Not smart. <laughs> they don't say smart. Crazy. No, Crazy. I think Gina. And I've been called a few other names from, from people, yeah, including I'll, the Never Trumper movement. I'll tell you what it is. I'll be honest. This is a Phyllis thing. If you sell out, it's a lot easier. So oh, that's the easy. You, and I'll be honest. I'm not very good at this. You look around CPAC. There's a lot of people that sell out that have sold out. Yeah. So I mean, one of the balances. What Trump has done amazingly is he's brought all the really conservative sort of folks that fight, and he's held the establishment. Half of them served in the administration. He did it. I mean, you yeah. know, and you, and you can you can say we can say those guys are bad, but the fact is Trump held us all together, held the whole thing together. That's what the leader. That's what a, a leader does, and it's different than but than uh, anybody could pull off. It's why the guys that had slots, you know, Ted Cruz is a great leader. He couldn't hold the rest of the thing together, right? I mean, right. he's got a space, and Trump does it like nobody we've ever seen. Like Phyllis, she never saw, and she predicted it. She thought 
that's what he could do. That he yeah. could stand she up. Saw that. Yeah, she, right. saw, she saw that. She saw that. She was she was um, the first gal who understood that what feminism was not about and what yes. true feminism was, which was conservatism for women. And now you're a part of Women for Trump. I'm still hearing the mainstream media. They're going back to pushing the Trump's bleeding out women support. Bleeding. I don't buy that at all. You're I don't Women for Trump. Talk about the women uh, vote. Oh, well, first of all, we've, we've seen donations from women uh, double uh, since he became president. Um, and, and, and I want to say that, you know, these are heartfelt donations. These are small donations. And we've seen uh, the numbers of those donations double. We've also seen the attendees at rallies uh, in terms of women uh, go way up, exponentially up. And this isn't because uh, women are somehow sycophants for the president. This is because right. this president has proven results for women. We now have more women CEOs than we've ever had in the workforce. We have, um, of course, we know that he's doubled the child tax credit. We know that um, unemployment is at an all-time low for women. We know that this economy has given women opportunities that we never had before. Can you imagine, with all the talk about this coronavirus, whether or not you believe it's a conspiracy or whatever you believe, if we had a president right now, anyone, anyone other than Donald Trump, but God forbid a Hillary Clinton with open borders, <laughs> oh, yeah. what kind of plague we'd be enduring right now and where our children would be right now? What would we be enduring? I, mean, I can't we would be enduring, even fathom. It would be, uh, the whole country would end up being like L.A. Squid Ro- Skid Row. Absolutely. As well, or San Francisco, where you got to have an, an app where you can know where to walk. That's exactly right. Um, so... Um did you have an announcement that you could share with us here? Uh, well, I happen to have one. Yes, okay, I do. Yes. <laughs> Not to put you on the spot, but <laughs> I will. Thank you for that opportunity. I, I tell you what, I have been um, for the last um, you know, year, really, almost year and a half, um, looking and investigating and researching and interviewing with existing media companies and up-and-coming media companies. And I, I've been with several, um, and I've done television and I've done radio for a while, and I really watched the sort of digital... Uh, next gen thing happening because media is changing a lot. Yeah. And there's really room out there for um, something really phenomenal to happen. And I wanted to see where I thought that was going to happen. And uh, I made my decision. And I, my ink is really seriously not dry yet. <laughs> I just downstairs uh, signed a contract uh, with America's Voice News. Fantastic. And I will be in their brand new primetime lineup. Colorado, moving to Colorado. No, not I'm moving to Colorado. <laughs> I don't they, think she's leaving South Florida. No, oh. she's not. And, and that was part of my decision was that I wanted to be in South Florida because the things that are happening in Florida, which is, of course, as you know, a battleground state, the president is there, the Winter White House is there, is become an economic s- centerpiece, really, of this country. Um, in Florida, everyone is moving there, as you know. Right. Lots of people are moving there. And it's there. huge for, the, for re- Trump's re-election. It is huge for the president's state. re-election, and he's made his home there. Right. And uh, they're building a studio for me, for my show, and we'll be broadcasting other things out of there. They are building a bureau, America's Voice News, building a bureau also uh, in Washington. D.C. right across from the White House. So it is very exciting, uh, an exciting time to be there. We, the ink is literally not dry on my contract. We don't even have the name of the show yet. We're developing it. We're bringing in other amazing talent. Hollywood conservative, uh, I know you know her, Amanda oh, Head yeah, yeah. is one of the anchors that is existing. We're developing her as well. There's going to be some very exciting announcements, Fantastic. including we went up on Dish yesterday. Awesome. So, Wait, I have an idea for the name of the show. Uh, yes, I know your idea, don't, don't, Ed, and no, I'm just no, scared. No, 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 just don't, don't let Ed is, talk right? anymore. Gina... 
with Ed and Andrea. I love that. It's perfect. Maybe Ed along with Gina and Andrea seems intuitively better, but I think maybe we go with Gina. Since, I'm know. happy to be the pips to her Gladys Knight. There you go. But you know what? I love this. No thing. doubt. I'm going to be having a lot of Ed and Andrea on this show. Yeah, There's no go. doubt about now that. Now it's the thing is, I love the, this so much because There's a weird There's a, I'm not going to name a network that conservatives have felt a little betrayed by recently. We all know that the mainstream media has just been nothing but a propagandist arm for the Democrat Party, as well as colluding to, to impeach Trump. So every uh, conservatives have been aching and desperate for a true media outlet that can provide some real competition. You found it. That's one thing I love about them. They have covered every single one of Trump's rallies in its entirety. I love that. They're not going to make me give up my uh, Women for Trump work or my fundraising, my bundling that I've been doing for the president. Um, I've committed to raise between one and two million dollars for his reelection. They're not going to make me stop that. I, I don't know of many places I could go that would let me continue that kind of work. I still get to do media for the president on other outlets. Um, I There's no... They they have no problem with that. So so that's amazing. There's a lot of things that I still get to do um, in, in that are passions of mine. Right. And they're not going to take that away from me. Right. And having said that, I'm planning a very balanced show. I want to present both sides of things. And that's going to be a big part of what I'm going to do. I love hearing the other side's opinion. I think that's a really important part of it. And you know I love hearing that. And I right. am one of these who truly believes that hearing that makes me more honest in my opinion, in my approach. If I can't defend myself against what the other side believes, then I don't must not be very secure in what I believe. Right. Well, and, and it's also hard to change somebody else's mind and, and get them over to your side if you don't have a conversation with them. I mean, how are we supposed to get more... Democrats and independents to come to conservatism if we don't have a conversation. That's exactly right. And don't right. what they have to say. That's exactly right. And that's always been a big thing of mine. You know, my dad is a very, very active uh, leftist activist. Uh, right. his, his, my entire, his entire inheritance is going to go to Planned Parenthood. That's his passion. And uh, that's always been a thing. And it, it hurts my feelings. It hurts my heart that that's right. what he wants to do. It's the opposite of everything I believe. But having said that, that's how I was raised, is with somebody that I love who believes the precise opposite of every single thing that I I believe. And so I think it's important that we continue that dialogue. That's also why I'm not afraid of Bernie Sanders as this president's opponent. Right. I want to have the conversation about socialism right. because most people don't understand what socialism really is and how it ends. <laughs> and that, and I'm glad that's why CPAC is about America versus socialism because they're d- the conservative movement. We're ready to have this, this conversation. I want to have dialogue. it. I want the light on. Yes. Yes. Well, Gina Loudon. Please come back. Your husband, no. John, is behind you yeah, causing a scene. He just took a selfie with me in it. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, I, wow. I, I love how my back's to, people can't see this in your audience, but my back is to everything going on. And Ed is absolutely having his own party here. Well, because yeah, yeah. I, I'm a total attention deficit <laughs> disorder. But here's the thing. State Senator John Loudon was the baddest, I can't say that word, baddest tailed you can, yeah, you senator, can say that, conservative senator in, Missouri, senator in Missouri. He was awesome. And... I, big news she just announced. You guys are moving to Colorado. Congratulations. <laughs> it's, it's Rocky Mountain High. Right, Rocky, yeah. <laughs> Rocky Mountain. It All was right. in the fine print. Well, we got to wrap it up. we got to let her go because everybody, I'm sure, wants to have a little bit of Thanks Gina Magic today. Thanks for having me Love on. you so much. Thanks for Love being here. Love you so much. Enjoy Love you, San Diego. Impact. All right. Now, Ed, we're going to be back, aren't we? Be back. We? I think so. Why not? All right. Let's do it. Y'all stay tuned. More uh, special coverage from CPAC coming up. Uh, 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 
of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. As we look at the coronavirus today, we would do well to remember that serial under-response was the tragic story of U.S. and global reaction to the mislabeled Spanish flu of 1918. That pandemic claimed at least 675,000 lives in the United States and as many as 100 million around the world. The best guess of where it originated was, of all places, rural Kansas. There's no worse strategy than secrecy for safeguarding the public from a pandemic. It's true that panic is a threat, but secrecy and innuendo fuel panic. Already, the U.S. government is behind the curve, despite President Trump's demand that it get and remain ahead of the coronavirus worries. The appointment of Vice President Pence to lead is a very good development. A virus can't be killed with words, but panic can be steamrolled with information. Hopefully, Vice President Pence and the entire task force won't settle for business as usual because this isn't a usual flu. Better to be accused of overreaction today than convicted later of indifference. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi, friends. Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you today. Can you afford another loss in your investment portfolio like the one you might have taken back in 2008? Well, hopefully, now that you're a little bit older and a little bit wiser, I'm going to bet the answer is no. Marty Schneider here, the retirement professor. As people near retirement, taking the same kind of risk that they took when they were younger can really create some complications in your retirement years. There is a strategy designed for somebody just like you. In 2008, when the stock market crashed, clients using this strategy didn't lose a penny. And when the market goes up, you share and participate in those gains and you lock those gains in every year. Really great strategy for people at or near retirement age. Give me a call for your free consultation and I'll show you how to make it work for you. You can reach me at 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's the news for the day. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Call me for your free consultation, 800-727-PLAN. That's 800-727-7526. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. 6.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
Welcome back to our special, the Answer San Diego special coverage of CPAC. It's Andrea Kay. And Ed Martin. I'm getting yelled at by DJ Carrot, whatever, says I'm low on the mic. Am I better now, Todd? Yeah. I'm better. Well, a lot yeah, better. I'm yeah, using he, my baritone. Second day in a row, though, Ed's missing his cues. I, we uh, it's too many people. There's too much excitement here. I'm like, we, yeah, it's like we're I'm like, distracted. It's like we're the pandas at the San Diego Zoo, right? <laughs> and we're being oh, stared at everywhere. It's anti-panda. The pandas are abused. They should let them loose. Yeah. Well, uh, letting loose here in CPAC Shamu today. was let loose, wasn't he? Well, yeah. I don't think they're going to be doing any Shamu shows. No but, more Shamu. Uh, but CPAC ain't about Shamus, by the way. We're, no. we're conservatives. We're not about trying to shut down amusement parks, okay? Oh. We're not about PETA. Okay. So, um, actually, I'm so Super excited to have our next guest here. He's not just a conservative. He's also a conservative in media, and it's Rich Valdez. He is the associate producer of The Mark Levin Show, and he's also got his own podcast. And I started following him on Instagram and got immediately hooked. And then when I saw that he was coming here to CPAC and speaking at CPAC, I was like, please come on and chat with us. Welcome to the show, Rich. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is so great to be here with both of you guys. All right, so what are you talking about here at CPAC? Well, today we were talking about immigration and different Ooh. things. So you mentioned the podcast, This Is America. Yeah. We do it uh, out of New York City. And what I mentioned on stage, and I'll recap it for you a little bit, is that I got a text from my brother. And he said, hey, did you see this story? And it was a story about a 92-year-old woman that was killed, raped, and strangled. Wow, sounds like an uplifting yeah. thing for your brother. My yeah. brother sends me baseball scores. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. And I, I told him, kind of like you, I was like, wow, that was heavy. Yeah. Uh, I, but I saw the story. I read it in the New York Post. And he says, you're missing it. And I said, well, what am I missing? And he said, that's so-and-so's grandmother, an extended family member. Wow. Oh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So you're saying there's like two or three degrees of separation between us and them. Right. And it hit me like a ton of bricks that, wow, this is no longer a headline. This is no longer 92-year-old grandma gets raped and killed by illegal criminal illegal alien. No. This is somebody we know. Right. Wow. So Now it's personal. Yes. Yeah, so now I, I Google it again, and I look, and I see that the granddaughter, one of the surviving members of her family, was invited by President Trump to speak at the White House on Valentine's Day. And uh, her name is Daria, Daria Ortiz. So I, th- I thought to myself, wow, listen, I made myself available. I said, hey, look, if you want to bring her on the podcast and we want to tell the story again, I feel terrible. Anything I can do to help. So she, she said, yeah, I want to keep telling this story because I want people to know that sanctuary cities have to stop. And I thought to myself with my producer hat on, this is a really interesting story. Yeah. Right. So you have this Puerto Rican Dominican girl that really is apolitical, didn't care. Right. Wasn't really engaged in politics. But she says sanctuary city policies have to end. Right. Yeah. So is that why you started doing your, your podcast? Was no, I, it just around that issue? No, actually, that, that was just this particular interview, and that's what we were talking about here in CPAC, so it really just jived really well. But my podcast is really about bringing things back to the basics. I feel that there's a lack of love of country. Patriotism has fallen by the wayside. And I'm of Puerto Rican heritage, uh, born in the United States. Obviously, everybody born in Puerto Rico is, is, right. is American. And... Uh, I think to myself, I've always loved America. My parents taught me to love America. Why is it that so many people in so many places, and I'm not talking specifically about Latinos, I'm talking about just everybody, so many people coming out of colleges that don't have a love of country. Right. And I thought to myself, this, it's because the media has been affected, That's right. it's because higher education, really all classrooms have been affected, mm-hmm. and so many different levels of government, which is where I worked before I got into media. So I said, you know what, we need to talk about that, and often. Right. And that's actually ties into immigration, because if you think about it, you know, what, what the left is trying to do 
uh, as part of transforming us into their little Marxist utopia is they've got to convince Americans, particularly in you know uh, the education system, they've got to convince Americans that America is bad, that it's terrible, and that if you if you want to uh, if you like anything about American traditional values, principles, ideologies, including uh, you know uh, enforcing immigration laws, anything pro-American is now considered either Islamophobic, xenophobic, you're a racist. any of the you're a racist. You're a racist, and right. you're putting he, kids in cages. He's right. looking at her. He's looking at her, not exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> People you're are taking okay. your picture. Right. People are taking your picture over there. Look at that. That's, yeah. that those are my bodyguards, Jada and Jalissa Valdez. Oh, they are. <laughs> really? Wow. That's good bodyguards. Oh, you got, got high-quality bodyguards, I'm bro. glad you got your posse with you, Aaron. Only the best. So you're raising some good conservatives. Amen to that. I'm loving that. So let's talk about um, the Latino vote and the yeah. Latino vote. Why do you think... When we have the greatest economy right now for any of the minorities in, the, in this country, including women, why do you still think that there's too, so few that are willing to get go, you know what, I was wrong, let me get on board with my man Trump? Yeah, well, you know, it's really the same reason there's so many whites that are following Bernie Sanders. Yeah. People yeah. are answer. sipping the Kool-Aid. Good they answer. like mm-hmm. free stuff. They like this, that, and the third. And they don't realize that one thing that I can say is very true in my family, everybody went to church growing up. Everybody's right. very culturally, we're very conservative people. So I think more and more of that is coming out now with the uh, Lexit movement, with the uh, Republican National Hispanic Assembly. So many groups are feeling, I think, reinvigorated with the Trump train. Right. Realizing that, you know what, it is okay to say, hey, I'm a conservative. Right. Too bad. Right. Well, you got to be careful where you say it. Well, I think they've got to be careful. Ooh. Rich Valdez talking tough. I think he's threatening, yeah. I know. And I think that's the mindset that we need to have. And uh, There's there's a rapper that's out here, Bryson Gray. He's got a new uh, thing out. Free plug for him. One of his his lyrics um, in, in one of the songs I really love, he says, MAGA hat to the front. I bet you won't try me once. Oh, good and, Eric. And I think to myself, that's the mindset. That's right. It's not, oh, I'm going to wear my MAGA hat and, hey, leave me alone. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You don't tell me what to do. It's more like, I'm going to wear my MAGA hat. Watch out. Well, let me tell you what happened, uh, you know, a couple nights ago, Wednesday night, I think it was, at this uh, restaurant bar across the street. This young African-American gal had her Turning Point USA hat on. And this group of people all get up in her face and start screaming and yelling at her. And the restaurant owner kicked her out, said she was the one stirring it up because she had the hat on. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. And so people get intimidated. She she comes back to the hotel here and she's crying in the lobby. But you know what? She went out that next day out on the street with that hat on. Yeah. That's courage. And that's how we have to be. We have to have courage. I was telling my kids that earlier on the ride here. I was telling them that can't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. That can't happen. We can't allow ourselves to be bullied. Can I ask you? I want to ask you a question about your um, background because it's so important what's happening when people realize they can get their voice heard. So you're a professional producer, meaning you're in production and radio and you're on Levin. I mean, Levin's a master, right? Yeah. And, and you're doing a, well, and you're doing a podcast. And I think the thing that I think is so important is tell us about how that happened and how it's not easy. It's, it's, a, it's you have to learn how to speak and, and all. But the key is it's accessible. The voices, it's almost like in this day and age, you have this twin problem. The big media companies and big tech are bigger than ever, and they sort of swamp you out. But if you work at it, you can find your voices. And it's just, I think it's very powerful that your podcast is going. Tell us more about that, where you can get it, when it's on, when it's released, all that stuff. Well, a big part of that is I feel like, like you said, corporate media is everywhere, and and there's a lot going on. There's a battle, I believe, not for just airtime and eyeballs, but for ear time. People right. really listen to podcasts. They like the on-demand feature. It's no longer, hey, I'm in the car. Let me turn on what's on talk radio. It's like, hey, I like this guy. I like what right. he's saying. Right. He becomes my new um, advocate for th- these things, and I get my info from this guy. Right. So I think keeping that in mind and, and building that trust with the listener is key. 
but like you said, not not hard. It's not easy. It's super hard. Yeah. Right. Super right. hard. You right. know. I mean, you've Hopefully got our bosses are listening. It's yeah. super hard. I said <laughs> super okay, <go> hard. <laughs> and I think I have such an appreciation for it because of being on both sides of the glass, right? Yeah. And realizing it's hard on on being behind a microphone, and it's also hard to pull off good radio. Yeah. You know, there's magic it's on both sides. For, it's not hard for me. Yeah, yeah uh, no, not for you. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So where do you get your podcast? Tell yes, me sir. It's available on every podcast okay. platform, richvaldez.com. That's Rich Valdez with an S, or you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Rich Valdez with an S. All right. Well, God bless you, man, for, for having the courage to do that. And, uh, and using your voice and raising a couple of great conservative gals and for being here at CPAC and talking about immigration, because that's really an area where the left started beating us with the with the PC stick a long time ago. And we got to be proud, loud and proud of being conservatives. And I thank you for that. And thank you. Thank here. you both so much. I appreciate it. All right. Big shout out to San Diego. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Enjoy the rest of your CPAC. Thank All you. Right. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because Ed Martin and I will be back. we got lots more coverage coming at y'all from CPAC. Perfect. North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. Having financial independence and wealth empowerment is the American dream. Learn what the wealthy know. Get strong returns and never lose your principal. That's the Heroes Talk Radio way. Learn about the secrets to planning a tax-free retirement income. Listen every Saturday at 12 noon for Heroes Talk Radio. You can also call us now. 866-544-7755. 866-544-7755. Heroes Talk Radio. Every Saturday at 12 noon on The Answer San Diego. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice at Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people. Because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You are not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and 
consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Wouldn't you love to give your child, grandchild, niece, or nephew a high-quality private education? How about for half price? Well, the answer San Diego's half-price tuition is back. You can choose from tons of private schools, preschool, high school, even college, all registering for the 2020 and 2021 semesters. You could even save thousands of dollars like these happy families. I looked into half-price tuition and he will be attending a school because we were able to take advantage of the half-price tuition. We appreciate everything that you guys did for us and we're happy that plan came together for our family. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Pick the school you want, then call us at 858 858- 535-1210. That's 858-535-1210 so you can lock in your half-price tuition. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com right now to see all the schools participating. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com TheAnswerSanDiego.com Live coverage of CPAC on The Answer San Diego is brought to you by Attorney King, San Diego's injury and accident attorney. Call Attorney King at 619-333-3333 That's 619-333-3333 the Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. You know what, you guys? Ed Martin and I are just having the best time here. This is The Answer San Diego's live coverage from CPAC. We're just the coolest of the coolest of conservatives hanging out. This year's theme is America versus socialism. And one of the things that, Ed Martin, that you said yesterday yeah, profound. was about... I'm sure it was profound. Oh, it was incredibly was it profound? profound. It actually was because you That's were talking about how many In more young... In my sleep, I'm profound. Right. <laughs> you were talking about how many young people we have here. Yeah. So I, I'm, if you're Including just, you. Exactly. If you're just tuning in, I'm Andrea Kay. Ed and Martin here. I got it right. I hit you my mark. You got your cue. You hit it, baby. I hit my mark. Yep. I All know. Right. I'm getting better and better. So we are joined by a couple of amazing conservatives that are here to uh, push back against the nonsense, the insanity of socialism. We've got Brooke McGowan and we've got Morgan Zegers or Zegers. Did I get that right here with us? We got Brooke. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I, I was which way to say it. I was trying to let her oh, correct you. Oh, okay. I know who they are. Well, welcome, they name tags welcome on. ladies. Glad They're to have you guys with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right. Well, let's start with you, Brooke. Tell me, tell everybody, you are the MAGA Institute. Right. Yes. I'm co-founder of MAGA Institute. Um, we are a crowdsourcing volunteer nonprofit. Oh. And what we're doing is we're vetting Republican candidates in the primary across the country. Oh, fantastic. Yes. We're using amazing amount of army of volunteers. We're digging deep and doing the hard work and the hard scrutiny and looking back to 10 years for Ooh. candidates even, because, okay. you know, you have 18 candidates in one race, sometimes in California, sometimes in Texas, sometimes in North Carolina. They have a huge field. They don't limit. The Republican Party doesn't limit. They let you come and pay your fee and just join right. the Republican Party and come and run for Congress. And right. what is what are the people supposed right. to do? I don't know. They even let Ed Martin run for Congress That's at true. one point. It's it was true. crazy. It was it's crazy. The rules, the rules are so and, lax. Right. And we've got the jungle primary in California. Of course, what, and what ends mess. up happening uh, is you end up with two Democrats yeah. at, at the top yeah. of the ticket. Until you change your state legislature, that's always going to be the right. way. 
So let's talk about vetting. Like, let's say Ed was going to run again. Sure. And you decided to do some vetting of Ed. How deep do you look? I Just mean, call my right. wife. She'll tell you. Right. So we provide, we provide our volunteers with a guideline. They don't have to follow it you know, precisely, but we give them guidelines. Here's what you do. You go to followthemoney.org. You go to opensecrets.org. You Ooh. see who is funding Ed. Well, Who's oh, behind okay. him? No one. And that's when, one of the and, problems. <laughs> that's why you lost. Sale, right? I'm for but, sale. But you know what? Right. But you know what you find is sometimes you see candidates who are clearly being promulgated by the chamber or by oh, establishment, yeah. whatever, maybe by unions even in the Republican Party. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Maybe even by Michael Bloomberg. You know, it just, you got to Mike, that man's You got to look. So yeah. that's what we're doing. We're digging deep. Well, I have we one actually had, excuse me for interrupting before oh, no, you go into your question. We actually had George Zoros. We found oh, right. out was, was uh, funding and supporting, I think it was a Republican running for district attorney at one point oh, in I San Diego. Down. That was scary because he's all about the courts. You had a question? Well, I have a question on this. What happens if you get someone who was a late to the party? And so in 2016, they tweeted something stupid like, I could never support this guy, blah, blah, blah. Right. There is and room a, for forgiveness. I know, exactly. I was one of those really? people myself. Oh, my God. Cut I mean, the mic. Todd, cut the mic. I knew it. I, just, I could tell. Early on Let's in talk to the other woman. I yeah. was not supporting So what do you president. do? How do you tell? I mean, how do you tell you who's just, a never-Trumper and who's a like, who's because, a legitimate never-Trumper? Because you, if you're a never-Trumper and you're now a President Trump supporter, you were a never-Trumper in 2015. You better not be one today. Right. So repentance, you can repent. You can repent. Right. Is it like a mea culpa pledge? You have to send out. I do, see. I do have a pledge. Do you? I absolutely have a pledge. Okay. I have a list of things that you have to sign to, and we have you have a witness and send in the pledge, similar to wow. Gordon Norquist's Americans for Tax Reform. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. All right, so we better, we better, we got, yeah, so we let's talk to Megan to Zeggers here, because she is with the Young uh, Young Americans Against Socialism. Oh, come yes. on. What's wrong is with socialism? What's is? the problem? Girl, I mean, why don't you on. dig free? Yeah. Uh, well, you you're know, young. You're supposed to want free gear. Come on. <laughs> well, that's the thing. There's so many stereotypes about people my age. I wanted it to be very clear that we are young Americans. And we are against socialism. <laughs> very simple, very clear. We exist, and we're working really hard to fight the scores of socialism in my generation. Huh. Why? How did you get interested in this? Yeah. Was there some particular issue? Did somebody come up to you? Where'd and try you go to, to college? Well, I went oh, to American, and this is funny. Oh, wow. I went to American University. I'm a country girl from upstate New York, and I usually am like wearing muck boots. My dad's a colonel in the army. I'm really a redneck, and I go to American <laughs> University in Washington <laughs> D.C. thinking, wow. "Wow, this is going to be the most patriotic school oh, I've yeah, ever been no to." Way. Oh dear. No, it was the most. It's actually the number one politically active school in the country, and it's ninety percent liberal. And so my roommate, I walk in on the first day of moving into a house with some girls and I introduce myself to this girl. There's a poster of Mao Zedong, Lenin, Stalin, Karl wow. Marx, and Fidel Castro. John Lennon? Oh, you John Lennon? Oh, that, and, was, like, no. oh, that was like her Beatles. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah. It was, oh, and guess what? It said, welcome to the party. They're holding fruity cocktail drinks with umbrellas in them. Oh. Like, literally, Joseph Stalin holding a, a, an umbrella drink. Wow. And so I'm like, hey, wow. yo, what's that? I don't think you <laughs> and, can get away. I couldn't get away with calling college kids girls. So we must know you must be really a good redneck. I mean, good conservative. Yeah. Well, what I learned, though, is that I've never met a commie before, and she was a commie, and she was so well-intentioned and so excited to help America. She really wants to help people. And so I think we can't force these people away. The true enemy in this is the radical, far-left socialists like Bernie Sanders who are lying to people my age. And so when you see statistics like 70% of young Americans would vote for a socialist, don't get scared because 70% of young Americans don't want to seize the means of production. They've never even heard what that means. And that's the definition of socialism. And so I'm very excited for the future. We just have to win those people over instead of forcing them into the loving arms of Bernie Sanders. Right. Well, I know that you're winning people over because you've got a following 
doing? People are coming up to you here saying, I've heard of you. I mean, what are you doing? What are some of the things that you're doing with Yes? We're working with very hard. We make educational videos for social media, and we did this because 90% of people our age have a social media account, so it's a very efficient and effective way to reach them. Uh, videos actually go more viral when they're grassroots, when it's just a selfie video, when it's just you talking peer-to-peer. That's also the best way to communicate with people my age and get them to understand. If you do a highly produced video, you'll get less likes than if you just open up your phone and do a quick conversation with people that you're following. So we also, we tapped into the 21st century style of marketing with social media influencers. We reached out to people in the conservative and moderate media and asked them to share our content and it went viral immediately. The first day we launched, we had a million views on our video. Oh, wow. It was it was just so exciting. And so I'm really thankful that everybody was so welcoming and we're working really hard to look at our key learnings. We launched in August. It's been only eight months. So we're looking at our key learnings and we're trying to move forward for 2020 in the strongest way possible. Did you ever have any friends at American University? Did you, or did you keep quiet about really, really what you believe? I kept my head down and I worked. Yeah. And I wish that I spoke up more on campus. I will say that. People ask me. I, they say, what do you do when you're being indoctrinated in the classroom and there's lies? I say either stand up and have the guts to do it or record it Project Veritas style and expose what's going on in the classroom. That's what we need to see. That'll make it on Fox News if you can get the footage of a, an American professor saying something terrible. Right. Well, um, tell us a little bit about, in a couple minutes we have left, your CPAC experience. Is, the, is this your first time being at CPAC? And what, do you, what are you guys feeling in, in, in terms, because the message here is America versus socialism. Absolutely. Well, I might be a little biased, but I think the fight against socialism is the most important thing. And so this is my first CPAC. I've never been, and I just spoke on the main stage. So I oh, you like, did? I'm thrilled. Wow. I'm so honored. It was really, really exciting. So you're gonna I've post, never been. You're going to post your speech, I hope. Absolutely. It'll okay. be all over our social media. Our website with our educational videos is fightsocialism.org. If anybody wants to show them to the young people in their lives. Okay. that might be leaning left. But, Brooke, what about you? Sure. My, this is my fifth, I think, my fifth CPAC. Wonderful experience. Always a great place to come and see your people, right? Your, your tribe. Yeah. But also I'm here to raise awareness about something called surprise medical billing. You've heard the president talking about that recently, either yeah. on Twitter or at yeah. the rallies. So what we're doing is we're supporting and bringing awareness to the fact that surprise medical billing is happening. Currently, one in five Americans are getting a surprise bill in the mail just after they've gotten a procedure done. And so we're trying to get Congress, and the Senate has a bill for that, Mar Alexander has done that. And um, we're trying to get them to not accept that one because that's akin to what's taking place in California. They just had that not long ago. And it has hurt the rural hospitals out there. It has also closed down some private practices. So we're bringing bringing awareness to that. And your listeners can go to StopSocializedMedicine.org for more information. Well, ladies, we love you. Thank you so much. Uh, For you listeners out there, don't buy into this crap. We were talking to Gina uh, about it, about that women aren't supporting Trump because they are and they are here and they are loud and proud at CPAC. Thank you for being here. Ed, you, you and I are going to be back. we got lots more. we got because, lots yeah, more to do. we got, we got more to do. It's a party here. People are bum-rushing the table to it be is. near us. <laughs> it is. Thank so y'all come so on much. back. Thank you. More CPAC coverage on its way. Stay tuned. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement. In the race for Congress, there's only one proven conservative trusted by Mike Huckabee to champion our values. Trump conservative Daryl Issa. This is Mike Huckabee. I know Daryl Issa. He's a good man and the right man for Congress. He's principled and proven. Unlike some Republicans in this race, Daryl is reliable, conservative, 
deeply pro-life and proudly pro-Trump. I know for a fact that President Trump trusts Daryl and can rely on him. Daryl will help the president build a wall and secure our borders. And that's why the National Border Patrol Council, with 18,000 agents who defend our homeland, have endorsed Daryl Issa for Congress. National Right to Life endorsed Daryl because they know he'll defend life, champion the rights of the unborn, and stand up to the pro-abortionist in Washington. Join me, Mike Huckabee, and conservatives everywhere supporting Daryl Issa. I'm Daryl Issa, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Issa for Congress. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. It happens once per year. A gathering of America's greatest conservative minds. And only the answer San Diego will take you there. No less than four of the all-star Salem conservative faculty hosting you from the CPAC floor. Andrea Kay, Ed Martin, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and Mike Gallagher. If you're a conservative and you wish you were there, we are the next best thing. Coming to you live from the floor of CPAC. You'll get this kind of coverage nowhere else in San Diego. Join us all week long while our future unfolds. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks end the worst week in over 11 years. Down 8.5% in just five days. And this has the corona flu panic triggered an overdue technical correction that was 14% lower from record levels in the previous week. Greed quickly turned to fear as the Edson Gould three steps and stumble formula played out. The world markets saw six trillion in value erased, and this week, because of the flu bug, corona is not an Ebola. But the economic damage done anyway, and that was the effort to contain and plus the computer driven technical selling ahead of the February report card day to day that took the toll. Overwrought becomes quickly oversold, so fear can turn back the other way just as fast. It all depends on the light at the end of the corona flu tunnel. And that could be sooner than you think. Meanwhile, a lot of cash is earning less than 1%, and contrary opinion favors the bulls. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The Answer. Welcome back. We are just about to wrap up hour one of our special The Answer San Diego CPAC coverage. I'm Andrea Kay. Hey, I'm Ed Martin. I'm still Ed Martin. I'm having a hard time with this. There's too much. I'm like a I'm sensory overload. I got too many things going on. Plus, I got Twitter going. It's just so much. But you're I'm like here. A redne- I'm Ed Martin. You're like a redneck at a monster truck rally. There That's you what go. you are. I'm like All a right. Grand Canyon. Uh, it's, it's such an exciting, amazing event. So many incredible conservatives. And we're joined now. Yesterday, somebody was like, you've got to get Kira Davis on your show. And then it's like like uh, uh, the sun coming out after a thunderstorm. She shows up at our <laughs> The clouds parted. The sun came out. And Kira Davis, editor-at-large from Red State, is here. Welcome to, to the show. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. My friend Kurt Schlichter actually oh. referred me. Oh, to yeah. Schlichter. 
It's like you lunatic. have to go see Andrea K. He's a lunatic. We do radio sometimes together. Yeah. We fill in at KBC together sometimes. Yeah. In, uh, LA is so. Six yeah. degrees of Schlichter. He, That's be, <laughs> he filled in for Gallagher so again true. today. Yes. He's so hilarious. I, I just got, I, I did Gallagher with him this morning. Oh, he fantastic. He be arrested. If yeah. you could get him arrested. <laughs> but he's a lawyer. He can get out of it. He knows all the Ed's an attorney, too, so don't badmouth him too bad. Don't badmouth him. All right. Ed, you actually had an announcement before we talked to Kira about the topic at hand. Yeah, we were just talking about this earlier today, the House Republicans. Now, they've been trying to do this whenever they can. There is a procedure in the U.S. House where you can force, uh, by like a a recommit vote, force them to have to vote on something. And if they're not paying attention, you catch them. And so today on the, I'm trying to see, I think it's on the pain-capable bill, uh, the sort of uh, recent bill that passed out of the Senate. Um, that uh, Scalise and Ann Wagner from Missouri, my old home state, and others forced the vote on this and got it done that the House Republicans were able to force this on the motion to recommit and force a vote on the Born Alive Act. And so now all the Democrats in the House had to vote in lockstep and get on record, which is just, I mean, again, we know it's true, but it's very powerful and smart politics to get it on record, especially seven months from an election. But especially when you talk to, like, liberal or left-wing voters about the, uh, like, late-term abortion, right. the popular line is, it doesn't really happen. No one really right. wants to kill babies right. that are halfway out of the birth canal. That's not true. That's just, like, conservative hysteria. Mm-hmm. So what this does is we have something to point to now to right. say, oh, no, it doesn't happen. Well, guess what? All these people you voted for literally just voted for the right for someone to kill a baby that had, you know, literally voted against protecting a baby that has left the womb. And there, you know what? It's one to, thing. On record. Right. And it's one thing for, and this is what I tell Democrats and liberals, you know what? If you want to have an argument with me over whether or not an egg fertilized in a Petri dish in yes. an IVF, you know, yeah. facility, whether or not that's a life, you know, let's have let's that have argument that about one. science. Yeah. But, when, but when you're talking about a child in the birth canal, there is no other word to use besides murder. No. Okay, for that. And as we're here at CPAC with people debating as to whether or not this is Trump's party now, it's not the real conservative. This man has proven with his administration. He is the most pro-life president in the history of this country. And he's racking up wins. He had a win today with, with this vote. Ed Martin, thank you for sharing that. You're he had welcome. a win in the courts that upheld that he can withhold funding from clinics yes. that uh, refer out for abortion. So such a win. Getting back to the theme, though, of America versus socialism. There's so many ways in which the Democrats are attacking our free market capitalist system and trying to usher in Marxism on us. And in ways that we... we it, it's Marxism on Americans, and you don't even realize it, one of which is in California, where this Lorena Gonzalez, who's married to the former Republican Nathan Fletcher, who then went into independent, then went Democrat, now he's full on far left, and she has destroyed, there's, liberals mad at her because oh, yeah. she did some bill that's supposed, it's all about protecting the worker, right? You Uber drivers, you freelance writers, you may think you've got a good gig in the gig yeah. economy, but let Mama Lorena Gonzalez yeah. step in and fix it for you, and she's just destroyed lives. It's, Talk to that, Kira Davis. incredible, Andrea. Thank you. It is incredible. Incredible. So the bill we're talking about is called AB5. Some people might know it as a gig economy bill. What it does is, the short version is, it outlaws independent contracting. So, And it was meant to get an Uber and Lyft. So if you feel, you may think independent contractors are drivers, rideshare drivers, but it basically bans almost every form of independent contracting. So if you're a freelance writer, if you're a photographer, if you're a nurse and you contract at a hospice, if you're an off-duty cop and mm-hmm. you do security on the side, if you're a tutor, if you're a caterer, if you're a bartender, 
any a DJ, wedding right. planner, any job you contract for. Lorena Gonzalez introduced this bill and said, you know what? You might be taken advantage of if you're an independent contractor. So we're going to protect you by putting you out of work and making you go into a W-2 job. The goal is, which she does not make a secret, you can go look at her timeline and she says it quite clearly, the goal is get everyone W-2'd and then get everyone into a union. Right. That's not salacious. Those are her words. So the goal was to do that. What ended up happening is on January 1st, when a lot of Californians woke up, um, they didn't know that they were out of work. They woke up to termination letters from the people they contract with. I know I did. I had to actually form a business. I'm the editor at large for one of the largest conservative blogs in the country. And I had to reform a business in order to keep my job in California. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had cartoonists that lived in California that we had to fire. Wow. Yeah. Had and, let go. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing is, is there's a reason why people go do, do the gig economy. Right. They want the freedom. They want to be able to drive Uber, Uber at two in the morning and do it for an hour. Yeah. And if they want to be done, they go home. Yeah. You know, oh, we're, we're going to look out for you by making you an employee, which means now I got somebody telling me what time I got to show up and yeah. when I'm allowed to take a potty break. Andrew, I'm a mom. Need, the whole reason I, I, I do this break, job. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't break? do it now. No. no. <laughs> you got to wait till we go out there. I do this job because I wanted to stay home and raise my kids, but I also wanted to write. So this job gave me that flexibility. Now there are a million contractors out of work right now, Mm -hmm. Andrea, a million people. And most of them are women. I think 67% are women. And it's because they, right, they have that flexibility. I can work between these hours and be home to pick up my kids after school and have dinner on the table. Mm -hmm. That's the life they choose. But this is you you ha- you set this up perfectly at the beginning. It's America versus socialism. That's America right. versus Marxism. And this is where we are in this election, right. both in the state of California and nationally speaking. It's the idea of, do these elite few have the right and the intelligence to tell you how you structure your life, That's your right. business, who you work with or for, and what the terms of that agreement is? Right. I never thought in my life I would ever come to a place where the government would tell me what kind of job I wasn't allowed to do. Right. And here we are. Well, here we are. Liberalism, I've said this before, is where liberty goes to die. The only choice you're going to be allowed to have in the Democrat Party is to kill your child in the birth canal. The rest they want to yeah. control for you. Um, I think we're close to being out of time. Kira where's, Davis. Our, where's our Todd? What Todd? Tell us. Four minutes. Oh, we, we got, got, a, few oh, we got a couple oh, more oh, minutes great. left with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so what do we need <laughs> to do with this AB 45? Well, listen, it's AB 5. AB 5. Okay, so a repeal bill came to the floor of the assembly yesterday. Was They didn't even let it be heard. Okay. So they, the supermajority changed the rules last year to where they don't even have to let a bill go for debate on the floor okay. conveniently. Right. So the bill never even got introduced to the floor. The hope was that it would at least get introduced, and if a bill gets introduced to the floor, you can suspend the law while the you know people work it out right didn't happen Lorena Gonzalez took to her Twitter lines been bragging all day about how that wasn't gonna happen she's standing up for the little guy Kevin Kiley um, is an assemblyman who's leading the charge against AB5 we're still working there independent groups of artists freelancers working everywhere I'm leading a group of bipartisan freelancers we've got a website ab5facts.com that's ab5 the number five facts.com you can find all the information there we've got voter guides and it's all volunteer work. We're not making any money. We're trying to get the right to make money back. But this is right. what I want people to know, and I've been telling everybody this. You said it, too. This is a bipartisan effort, and I would say about 90% of the people working on this are Democrats. I have wow. never seen more Democrats in the state of California ready to flip their vote. 
than now. And I think if Trump comes to California and does a few targeted, yeah, he could flip the state. I think he could. Do this you? Is, I, I, is, I've been saying, I thought, I'm so glad I'm not crazy. He I could. Saying, yeah. and, and oh, I think you're, that, both, you're both crazy. You know, well, we are insane. Let's move All on. All right, we got to wrap it up here, David. <laughs> thank, so you no, thank you for being here. That's an important fight. Here's the thing. What this president is doing in so many ways is lifting the economy for everybody. But as you see, in different places, different states are making decisions on how they want to make their states work. And, you know, it's easy for people to say, well, if you don't like it there, go to Arizona. They're more friendly. Well, people have their lives, their livelihood, their friends, their family. And there's a sense of community. And I think one of the things we have to see the Trump movement, which is so strong at CPAC. It's so strong when you look at the national elections. It's not as strong sometimes at the local level, right? And converting the movement of what Trump is doing directionally, like saying, hey, more for us first. You know, why don't the people of California, why aren't they looking out for the whole of California and Californians rather than one slice? You know, the left is into slices, hyphenated slices, and Trump is into lift all the boats. And it's a contrast. I hope it gets better at the local level, but for the short term, you got Pelosi in San Francisco as a pigsty. California's (laughs) becoming unfriendly for people that that want to work. Right. And, uh, but you know what? But there's but you, one thing before we wrap it up. People people say to me, well, why don't you just get out of there? We I can't. Hate that. So yeah. I hate that, too. Well, so, you know, we need to be the, fighting for our state. Yeah. We need to well, not give up on it. I did and Trump is starting to make some moves to, to take care of back. I got you back. a timeshare in Wuhan. Oh, little, you got me a timeshare? A little Chinese oh, town. Oh, awesome. A little Chinese town in Wuhan. Thank where you, you And a big open-air market. It's really great. All the bad, all, all the bad fried rice I can We can let Gonzalez go scout that out for you and see how it works. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for being here, Davis. All right. Now, this is wrapping up our one of our special the answer San Diego CPAC coverage but y'all stay tuned because AK and EM we're not going anywhere we're going to be ED. back aren't we AK and ED AK Ed. Ed. oh Ed oh okay well I was, was going by no, never I mind alright we'll we're yeah, still we'll punchy we'll we're going to be here y'all don't go right. away be back.